0: Welcome back. You're listening to another episode of Amateur Hour, a professional sports podcast brought to you by people who have never played professional sports and by the Believe Network. Every topic, every team, everywhere. Hashtag, do you believe? I'm your host, Max, along with... Shreith. And... Let's talk sports. Amateur Hour. Welcome, welcome, welcome to episode 80, acting of Amateur Hour. Uh, Very (laughs) excited to be here. I hope you are as well. I hope you're enjoying your day, your drive, or just whatever activity you're doing while you've got us on in the background. As you slowly zone out as we continue this podcast, (laughs) Uh, we've got, you know, I'm going to I'm going to just say it up front right now. We've got a lot of scandal, scandalousness on this episode, Um, and I just it's juicy like it is like you get a fat burger from Red Robin and that thing is oozing with burger
1: juice. You're going to be wondering whether this is amateur hour entertainment tonight. It's it's the 10 mile zone TMZ. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> so i i just want to i want to dive
0: right in without further ado, try unless you have something you want to prep these people with
1: oh just a lot of a lot of football some basketball get ready yeah. folks
0: yeah just buckle up put the roller coaster slider seat thing down <laughs> and we're going for a ride <laughs> let's start things off with the
1: weekly highs
0: the weekly highs
1: so max for i'll start i'll start the people off with my personal high so uh took a day off from work last week you know got a little bit of a longer long weekend and uh was able to go apple picking this week uh it's that time of year uh it just i love i love Going, getting some apples ready. You know, trying to make some sort of pie or crumble or something like that. And then <laughs> we get we get pumpkins ready to carve them once you know Halloween time comes around. Mm-hmm. You know, found some like you know some of the orchards have like there's some interesting pumpkins out there, Max. I did not know. I kind of always thought like pumpkins what do you mean? were you pumpkinist.
0: But you Am saying just the are you pumpkinist? Are you saying that the orange? Regular round ones are somehow better than the lo- say- lumpy gourd ones. Oh well, I did,
1: well like like squash like.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, those no, no. just it's, not as good.
1: It's not even. Mm. It's not even like the squash like ones. No, I'm not saying that. I will all all pumpkins are equal. Cancel. Um, <laughs> but I am saying there are some interesting ones that obviously you wouldn't carve, but they look cool, like decor. Like I found, like there are ones where it was like more. Uh, whitish yellowish tinge with like stripes like green stripes but those are like interesting i did not know that there are several styles of pumpkin
0: yeah there's a lot yeah there's a lot well that's cool yeah well congrats on uh doing fall things
1: fall things uh i've yet to wear a flannel i have not worn a flannel i have Have not had hot chocolate yet i don't think so have you
0: strolled over a covered bridge looking at the autumnal season Bringing upon the winds of
1: change and the coming I, of winter. I have, I have while driving. I have while driving. I that see counts, the colors. I see the colors, and I'm like, "Dang, it's so pretty!" But that can only mean one thing. Brace yourselves, winter is coming. <laughs> winter is coming. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the White Walkers. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, they ruined that show. Did you watch that show? I did not. Oh okay. Well, I did they ruined not. it. So oh, good. Yeah,
1: yeah. Well, it was just, it was just everyone was watching it. I was like. I, I'm not gonna do it. <laughs> I, I'm different. I'm well different. what about what about what about sports? Max, this is gonna be more of like a personal sports hype, but we were we are part of the same fantasy basketball league and we mm. just had our draft mm. and uh it was definitely an uh, an interesting time, you know, fourteen person league, nine cat, head to head matchups every week, and um it's gonna be interesting. How do you feel about your team? Uh you know I feel okay
0: so I did something that was apparently shocking that I thought was a no brainer I drafted Giannis overall but it's in a categories league not you know points so you got to consider I drafted Giannis over Jokic and some people may disagree with that but again you're talking I'm talking points defense rebounds and he's still a 5 6 assist guy he's no Jokic triple double machine but I don't know I thought it was a solid pick and I feel okay about my team I got mm. a lot of yeah, I got a lot of power forwards. My guard and shooting is I got like Clay and Seth Curry, that's about it. Mm. A little bit of Reggie Jackson. He's he's decently consistent. I don't know. We'll see. I feel okay. 14 man is a lot though, I I got to say.
1: It's it's definitely tough on the the free agency waiver wire uh section of things. There's just like not a lot to work with if anyone gets injured. You're kind of hoping that one of maybe your upside pickups ends up panning out because you you're going to it's going to be a lot of streaming. You're not going to be it's it, you're not going to find that one guy. You got to be either really lucky or just come across the the guy like during the season, but it's going to be tough to find season long holds in 14 team free agency. Yeah. But yeah, I'm yeah. I'm I'm feeling uh I'm feeling decent about my team. I think I'm definitely uh i definitely like i kind of rounded it out in terms of scoring i I feel like i'm a i'm a points first type of team um and i think where i'm lacking is more like guard so we'll see how that works i have markel fultz in my ir so we'll see if he if he shows up this year they gets a bigger role because uh, that would be really useful for my team yeah.
0: Hey, the Magic have self-declared a fourth seed, so,
1: <laughs> <laughs> so it's, it's, it's all all aboard, all aboard the fourth seed train for the Magic. Oh,
0: I wish I got Paolo Bancaro. He's gonna be goaded. Yeah,
1: I picked up so my rookie. I picked up a rookie. I got uh, Keegan Murray. Uh, okay. Fingers crossed. The Kings want to go forty-one and forty-one. So. Oh, dude, I don't think we'll so. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see if they somebody, go
0: Somebody somebody's <laughs> got to be at the bottom and I think it's going to be the king. Well, I yeah, we'll see. Okay. Yeah, no, I'm I'm also very excited. Trey, thank you for including me in uh your your world. Oh, yeah, no, absolutely, dude. It's a
1: pleasure having you.
0: All right. Well, I'm going to take things down here, people. I'm going to bring it down to the lows.
1: <coughs> the lows.
0: So I guess I'm going to start with uh, my sports low. I got two. They're both really quick. Uh, The first one is that I had the absolute displeasure of watching Colts v. Broncos. (laughs) It was literally a displeasure. That was one of the worst games I've ever seen. It was a Thursday night, primetime promoted, you know, Amazon football, god awful matchup. Let Russ cook is officially I like the guy. Remember how we were like, you we were like, Oh, oh he's going to, I think this is his bounce back time. Like he did really good. I really Come
1: thought on. so. I like when you look at the team on paper, Max with their weapons, right? Okay. This is pre Javante Williams injury. They're wide receivers, right? Javante Williams and Melvin Gordon in the backfield. They have a they have a good defense. It's not like their defense is slacking, right? They won. They lost twelve to nine. So, and obviously the Colts aren't some magical offense, but like you know what I mean. Like, like work with me. But I'm working. I just I didn't understand how Russell. All he had to be is a, like average.
0: No, he, he, had could, to be he couldn't be in the do middle. That was that was terrible. I literally at a certain point I started rooting. I didn't go in there rooting for Matty Ice and the Colts. But at a certain point I was because Mm -hmm. I thought it was going to be so lopsided the other way. And I was like, the Broncos look so bad that I just need them to lose. I'm sorry. And I'm not a am not a Broncos hater, but they look they played so poorly. So that was a slog. And that was an absolute waste of my eyeballs for four hours.
1: And and we'll talk more about how that game ended, Max, when we get to the meat and potatoes. But the meat just a potatoes. horrible horrible game. All
0: horrible game. There was a couple horrible games this week, but that was one of them. And that was one that I like sat through, and I was like, good God. Yeah. Uh, my other sports low is that uh, Antonio Brown is losing his mind, uh, <laughs> and you can see that on Twitter with some questionable, at best, tweets. I'm frankly downright insulting to and a lot of people. But it's more specifically, Tom Brady, the last person to believe in him, got thrown under the absolute
1: bus. It seems like With, every day he has a Tom Brady post.
0: He's got a Tom Brady post. I don't know why. And I don't know why he's targeting Tom Brady. Like, I I, 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 I don't know. I don't know what the beef is. This guy's losing his mind. Him and Kanye are tied. They're hand in hand for who is going to just absolutely eviscerate the shreds of their career and credibility. <laughs> Within the next, like, few <laughs> tweets. Because they I, don't, I didn't think anybody could push it that far, and they did. That's all I got to say. If yeah, you haven't yeah. seen the tweets, I, I can't even recommend go check them out. Because they're just tasteless. And, yeah. like, wow. Yeah. Cool. So, for my personal low, uh, making a quick pivot here. So, for my personal low, it uh, started my new season of uh, basketball, uh, uh, men's leagues. And uh, we lost our first game by three. But I do want to say I do want to take some positives out of this. It was a bunch of new faces on the team. I'd say a little bit better roster. Um, because again, we're still playing in like the A-League, so it's it's tough. Um, and I, my plus minus was like plus fifteen. Every time I was on the floor, we were up. Wow. Okay. Like we we were like, we we like gained points. You were up we big, down, too. We were down 15. And I came in, and we brought it to like within three, and then before that, like we were down. I came in, we got it up, and all I did was play like defense and bring energy. Mm-hmm. I had I had four points. I wasn't there to score, but I don't know. It was just tough to lose and lose the first game and figure all that stuff out. But anyway, I'm neither here nor there. Let us dive into the meat and to the potatoes. We've got, and this is where I'm going to feel like TMZ. The first chunk, the first sliver of scandal that we have this week is <laughs> something out of the Warriors, the the Golden State Warriors, NBA champions of the last year, something straight out of their locker room security or like their their practice facility security footage. And this was an altercation between teammates. This was Draymond Green, who we know to be an agitator and, you know, a man of many words and many fists, um, making his way over to teammate number three, the saucy king, the the white woman whisperer, Jordan Poole, (laughs) and literally socking this guy in the face. So he goes over to Jordan, gets in his face, Jordan pushes him, and then Draymond Green responds with an absolute just wail across his face. And apparently... They still haven't spoken, even though Draymond has made a public apology. Shrey, what are your thoughts on this literal violence in the locker room?
1: Yeah, I mean, so I guess there's 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 the the big side is Draymond crossed a line, and this is something that his apology was already kind of like it wasn't good, right? He spent more time talking about how he embarrassed pool and the team and they have to live with his decision versus being like, I shouldn't have punched him. Correct. (laughs) He never said, (laughs) or I feel
0: really bad for punching him.
1: Yeah. He never once said I'm remorseful for like literally sucking my own teammate in the face, which that's the first big issue. The second thing is the agitation that Draymond, Provides is normally to the other team, right? He, he gets people going on his own team, right? And it's usually, but it's more obviously, it's gonna, he usually keeps it to verbal, right? Like, even, I've,
0: yeah, even with Kevin I've never Durant, heard of, remember a couple years ago, yeah, it's they usually had verbal. verbal altercation,
1: yep, it's usually verbal. I've never seen him or are, I've never heard any stories of him pushing his teammates even or shoving his teammates. in the teammate,
0: He'll get physical with other teams. Yeah,
1: exactly. He'll do, he'll save that for opponents, which great. Mm. Uh, but, but when he, when he goes and, and physically punches somebody on his own team, that's a line that you can't really bring back. And it's something that's going to be on the minds of the team and uh. the media. And the memes. And the memes throughout, and yeah, like just so, like so socially throughout the year. This is something that if the Warriors do not play well to start the year, that they're going to keep coming back to, are there chemistry issues in the locker room, right? The media is going to keep asking a lot of questions that the Warriors don't want to hear. If, but Draymond has basically forced them to play well to start the year with this action. Oh, Yeah. Well well also Shrey, in what
0: world is this like necessary whether Draymond was talk or whether Jordan was talking about like his because you can see too that the two are standing apart from each other Jordan's on the baseline probably about 10 15 feet away from Draymond and jordan's got his arms crossed so i'm sure they're just saying something as another scrimmage is going on the court so whether they're just trash talking or what it didn't seem to be enough where anybody was getting in their way draymond just kind of like waltzes over to him and then gets right up in his face pool pushes and then draymond
1: responds with a punch
0: and the push wasn't even bad because draymond literally was right in his face it's kind of just like a get off me kind of thing
1: yeah 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 it wasn't it wasn't an I, it wasn't an, uh, a pesky, like, I'm trying to be pesky push. It was, you're in my personal space, like, bro, just get off me. Like, what are you doing? Like, that type I, of push.
0: Yeah, and we know we know who Draymond is as, you know, again, I said an agitator, as an aggressor in the sense of basketball. So, yeah, to see him do that with his own teammates, I, that's bad. If I was Jordan yeah. Poole, I would not be happy. Especially, too, Jordan Poole is like their new young guy. Like Kim, Jonathan Kaminga, like that. Those are those are going to be key pieces to the Warriors moving forward. Right, and for an for an old head like Draymond and like a veteran leader, that's such a bad precedent to set.
1: Yeah, and so we talk about we've talked about the Draymond Draymond Dream Green podcast a couple times, especially when the finals were on. Um, and I saw a couple of clips surface of Draymond saying like he loved Poole because you know he could talk crap to other people and uh and other and like other teammates would be like hey draymond tell him to stop talking about like talking to us like talking smack to us and draymond would be like why like i love it like it's not my fault that he's talking like make him stop like what like he would say but it's uh, the irony now that this incident has happened
0: Hey, what wait you can't talk about me yeah. Wait a minute. <laughs> and then there's it's just another They're clip.
1: coming off an NBA championship. Exactly. That's the thing too. It's like, this is supposed to be a winning franchise with a culture of just everything that you need to do to win. And this is a, this is not a winning play, right? This is when <sighs> this you is saw, yeah. When you saw the Kevin Durant, when we do, you just mentioned the Kevin Durant verbal incident, right? And like that kind of whole dynamic between green and Durant, like, that's something that they didn't win that year either, right? That was Durant's last year of being in Golden State. So, and obviously they could have won, but well, if not for injuries, but they didn't win. So it's like, it, it feels like when these incidents happen between Draymond and a teammate, that it consumes the team. So much that winning and losing gets put into that as a, as it gets like, I guess it gets fed from whatever incident happens. Yeah. It's like, Oh, if you win, like you're just going to mar- be like, like you said, Trey, you've marred, you've marred your season. Yeah. Especially if they play horribly, like it, like obviously winning will take away a lot of things, but if they start losing or if they go on a losing stretch or something like that, people will start to uh, look at that, right? Like we talked about the Celtics season last year. And people were confused about why Marcus Smart went public with those comments about Tatum and Brown. Uh, remember during the bubble when Marcus Smart uh, threw a bunch of chairs in the locker room. It felt like those types of incidents kind of get put into the press more. And until winning happens, they, the the story gets shifted, and now it's up to the basically up to the Warriors' schedule. On whether or not this becomes a good or bad moment. Not whether or not. They're actually a good team. No, Shrey, I, I disagree though. This is
0: not going to become a good moment. You, you can't look at this and be like, wow, Draymond punching Jordan Poole in the face is the reason why they just won. Oh, well, games yeah, yeah. There. Okay,
1: okay, yeah. So I'm at <laughs> wow. more of like, I
0: love, yeah, it, right. It, you opened up potential for people to just like sensationalize this and do it really bad. And hey, that stuff gets to people. So yeah, I agree. You've you just put a like a hindrance and a mar in your season that could potentially affect you winning a few games, if not more.
1: Yeah, so let me correct myself. I I would say more that either people forget about it, or 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 it's in the back of people's minds because they start winning, or it's at the forefront of everybody's minds because they start losing. Mm -hmm. Right? Like there's so like in an essence, like with Marcus Smart and his comments, there was there was ended up being a good and a bad option. Right, Right. 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 Because it was all verbal. Yeah. But when it gets physical like this, and it's to your own team. Then, then there's no real good part. It's either people don't really talk about it as much or people talk about it a lot because you're not playing well. So,
0: Right, right. Well, talking about punching and th- that being a terrible decision, we're going to go through uh, four terrible decisions that happened this week uh, in the NFL, kind of in our <laughs> Week 5 recap. So the first one, we're going to touch upon the game that I just mentioned for the Denver Broncos and the Indianapolis Colts. So, Broncos, you got a fourth and one. Uh, You decide to go for it. What do they do? Pass the ball. Richard Sherman literally rolling over at the (laughs) (laughs) – He literally said, run the ball. ball!" (laughs) Run the ball. And they're like, Richard, what do we have to do? Run
1: the ball. And Ryan Fitzpatrick was like, I'm not sure if I've heard that before, Richard.
0: Uh, why why that, are you saying that?
1: Yeah, why are you saying that? Is there something that happened before? Like he was well, What did the
0: Broncos do? What did they do? They didn't run the ball. They gave it to Russell
1: incomplete pass. Yeah, it just was broken up. Fourth and, and one. And funny, expatriate Stefan Gilmore was Goat. the one that broke that pass up. Goat. Um so yeah, horrible decision. You're in the OT right the 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 Colts have scored their field goal they're up 12-9 it is up to you to just score like at the at the least score right so you're in the red zone I think they were within the 10 yard line if I remember Max like they were they uh they they were in a goal uh, they were not in a goal to go situation because they still had to make they still had a first down line uh marker but But yeah, you you run the ball if you want to get to that first down, uh, and win the game, or you take the field goal, I, and and you know who knows you may get the tie whatnot. Obviously, you're not playing the tie, but the way you've been playing and you had nine points, might as well take a tie versus <laughs> versus uh versus anything else. But no, yeah, man. it just it's just the play call, Max. A pass into the end zone, right? Versus trying to get the first down, which is that next step. If you have gotten the first down, then possibilities open. You have four downs to get into the end zone, but you're saying, okay, I want my last play to be a, a, a win or a loss. And that's, it ended up being a loss. That's just not good football. That's, that's horrible that decision-making by and Nathaniel we, Hackett. Horrible.
0: And we look at, it again, it's like you, you call on Russell Wilson. Can't get it done.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, Raiders
0: same thing. Raiders go for a 2-point conversion instead of getting a game-tying field goal. And mm-hmm. that would have been it's post touchdown. You need the extra point and you can tie the game at 30 apiece. Instead, you go for 2 to try to win it. And what do they do? They got stuffed at the goal line off of a run that failed.
1: Yeah, Max. Just I didn't I didn't get it at all. You have 4 minutes and 30 seconds left roughly and you and i'm pretty sure like i mean you know what i mean like you could like like is patrick Mahomes gonna take all that time down like you're probably gonna get the ball back and they did which they did if you saw the chiefs punted on their next drive so if they taken that extra point and played defense and played defense the way they play defense They could have had an opportunity with a minute and a half left or, you know, somewhere along those lines to kick a game winning field goal. But they chose to try to go for the win with four minutes left and and on a run and the run play where it just got stuffed. Like it felt like everyone knew it because Josh Jacobs was getting the ball a ton. That game, I just did not understand it. Josh McDaniels too. That's just rough bad play calling play calling. Yeah bad play call and it would have been better
0: again have you had had you had Devonte adams who again had like a stupid career week guy had yeah. like insane stats he almost so i just want to throw a little note i the my fantasy matchup this week had Devonte adams and patrick mahomes the guy had 30 points 30 points between the rest of his team before those two played he ended with almost 90 those two scored like 50 <laughs> points together and i almost lost
1: and yeah, yeah so uh we were talking about it that Devonte adams and gabe davis had a hundred plus yards and two touchdowns on three catches <laughs> three catches each to get to a hundred plus yards and two touchdowns which is insane um but max the the chiefs were on their what like four third or third or fourth kicker like harrison bucker is hurt with the ankle they tried. Uh, what was his name? Matt Amendola or something like that. He yeah. he he's not good, right? They were. On, I think they're on probably on the third kicker. So even if the Chiefs got into field goal range and kicked a field goal, who's to say that they they would have made that field goal? Right. So to not take the point while you had it is just ridiculous. I couldn't. I couldn't stand for it.
0: Yeah. Yep. Well, speaking of another bad decision by Devontae Adams himself, uh, after this <laughs> devastating, frustrating loss, Devontae Adams is walking off. Again, they're in the Chiefs' stadium. Uh, Shrey, I you know, look, I'm an, I'm taking the side of the athlete here. I'm taking the side of the player, and this is how I'm going to frame it. An absolute goober of a photographer, j- as Devontae Adams is clearly clear path, this is a clear path foul, walking out of the stadium, <laughs> this <laughs> photographer... Foul. This photographer jumps in front of him, and Devontae Adams, you shouldn't have done this, but he like, <laughs> extends his arm and push him. The guy flops. He should, I think he was taking the Marcus Smart Masterclass on flopping. The guy flops and like falls down. It was not a hard push. Let's assume Devontae Adams is really putting up weight, and he's very strong. Guy flops, and now the photographer is suing Devontae Adams and claiming injuries, claiming that he had to go to the hospital. If you watch the video, he literally just gets pushed on his butt because he jumped in front of an NFL superstar after a frustrating loss. Sorry, I don't feel bad for you. And what what a, what a cheese ball to try to get money off this guy. And mm. the NFL and police are investigating this. Are you kidding he me? Fi-
1: he filed a police report.
0: Bruh. I'm sorry, but bruh. There's yeah. no way.
1: He filed a police report. Watch I, the video, people. So no I, way. I, i disagree with the post photographer actions i would say i don't i i think you've stood up right after like the i don't guy know gets right up he gets right up if i saw the video correctly so like okay the suing i feel like maybe that's a little bit too much but Devonte adams needs to be more self-aware at that moment right even if he gets he gets into this temporary lapse where you know he just pushes the first guy he sees he's just like get out of my way or whatever he doesn't he doesn't go back and help the guy up like he doesn't realize what he's done he just keeps walking into the tunnel like I feel like even if I were to like make a mistake like that and be like you know like you know in the heat of the competition like in a loss like things happen you kind of like take you take take a couple steps and you're like wait a second that kind of was messed up and you go and you go back and check on the person right he just kind of keeps walking and then he's apologies on twitter right so it's like he didn't really act in in good faith either after a mistake like that so yeah yeah i i, I think i think he deserves know. a one game suspension just for just for the optics of the situation yeah you think yeah, Mike Evans wow. gets a one-game suspension for pushing Marshawn Lattimore. Javante Adams pushes a guy that is just standing there, and he doesn't get a one-game suspension in the field of play too. It's not like Marshawn Lattimore outside. get a suspension too. He
0: also got no. suspended, right? He Wait, what? It was only, only Mike... Mike Evans got suspended. Yeah, because Marshawn was... Lattimore
1: was just like he, talking he at Brady. Yeah. yeah, he was just talking to Brady, and Mike Evans comes over and pushes, himself. him.
0: Well, that was that's the year long. That's the multiple year long beef.
1: Yeah, that's a multiple year long beef. So, but
0: Shrey, stray, you have been in the situation where you're playing a, a game and you're in a heightened emotional state and you lose. I mean, my God, this 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 cheese ball. I'm going to say it again. This goober to walk in front of you when you, clearly you are walking by. Like there was nobody there. This is the guy who like pulls out into traffic in his car and gets T-boned and is like, why, why? Because he tried to <laughs> shoot the gap. This is the guy who shoots the gap at a red light and then gets T-boned. And is like, whoa, why did I get hit? That's exactly what he did. The guy's also like twenty. So Fallen on
1: his rump. I don't know. Okay, I just who's to say I, you're right. To say you're another right, opt- doesn't act differently. I know. Right? Like, you're right.
0: You're right. He didn't act in good faith. But still, straight yeah. you can't don't instigate. Did he know what he was doing or was <laughs> he
1: that was he, wait, he was like he was like a was like a spy. He was like he was a <laughs> chief chief spy said to, to instigate you like what if I Go. just stand here with Dis- Devante? Disrupt
0: him. Attack
1: <laughs> Devante without your hands. He's yes. just like Chief's bait. <laughs> no,
0: no, no, it wasn't the Chiefs, it was Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers bait. <laughs> That's Aaron Rodgers' cousin. <laughs> They planned the whole thing. It went off without a hitch. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I just don't think that warrants police charges in, a, in Okay,
1: yeah, yeah. That's a little that's a little too much. The police report Sorry, is a little to it.
0: but you could get a public you, you got your Twitter apology. I don't know. Anyway, yeah, moving whatever. on. Moving on. Whatever. The last bad decision that we have to talk about is Kyler Murray with plenty of time on the clock sliding pre first down, forcing them to take a really long field goal that their third string kicker missed just stupid just, just that's situational awareness. awareness yeah he was it's playing not... too much call of duty beta <laughs> he was playing too much of modern warfare 2 beta i'm telling you that game looks great that game i'm not oh, paid yeah. by call of duty but it looks great and this is the first call of duty that i'm gonna get in like two years because it looks that good and i'm gonna play it yeah gosh darn it it looks good <laughs> it looks good i'm gonna play it on my two-screen computer Oh, I really okay. enjoy that. Yeah, some
1: monitor, multiple monitor
0: action. Multiple monitor. I'm gonna get my stats up on one page. I'm gonna get the active map <laughs> on one. I'm gonna play the game here. I'm gonna get my
1: full headset in. He's gonna lock the door and bunker himself down and. <laughs> oh, the
0: the do not disturb the sock on the door is going on, but it's for Call of Duty. <laughs> I can't wait. I can't wait till the end <laughs> of my time.
1: Duty does call. Yep. Uh, <laughs> But, but yeah, Palmer, Max, bad choice. With, with regards to that decision, he's just got to know where the first down marker is. <laughs> he, he's a quarterback. He needs to know if he's going to slide. He needs to know that, especially as good of a slide, he's a baseball player. So he's a good, he knows how to slide, right? He's not one of these clunky sliders and stuff. So he needs to know that when he slides, they they mark him at the start of the slide. They don't mark you from where you end your slide. It's when you start that slide and you give yourself up is when they is where they put the marker down. Right. So he's got to know that if I'm going to start my slide at uh, at the nine yard line, that's where they're going to put it down. He doesn't get extra yards because he slid and he's a quarterback. That's the rule. So if he wants to get to that first down marker and he sees the defender coming, he needs to give his body up a little bit and and go for that first down. Dive for it. Right. That's that's really one of the only ways he could have made that play and to not do that. And then, yeah, he's on, I think they're either on their second or third kicker because Prater is out and he was, he was not kicking well in pregame or something like that. And he give him a 43 yard field goal with the game on the line. And that's just a tough spot to put your, to put your temporary kicker in. Um, you could have yet you 22 seconds left. When they had that play, they had to, they had to, or, murray had to spike the ball then it went to fourth down so it's on the last play if he gets the first down they could have run with 22 seconds you can run like two or you can run like three short you can run one long play and a short play you can run two or three wrong play short plays like there could have been endless opportunities with you and spiking the ball but they didn't give him that so he didn't give himself that so that's a tough position to put your team in yeah Yeah, that, yeah.
0: All right, so we're going to pivot over to our fantasy picks. And let's see what we've got for this week. So I want to recap last week. And my sleeper, oh my God, I thought it was a lock. And then Jacksonville, uh, Texans, Jacksonville-Houston was just such a bad game also. Uh, So Christian Kirk, while I, I would say if you have him on your roster, keep him. I'm sure he'll do great this week the one week that i pick him he goes for two ppr fantasy points good god (laughs) he just didn't get he had like 11 yards i I, they just they were like yeah we're just not going to use you today they 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 they, jacksonville couldn't get a thing going my god they couldn't start the lawnmower
1: the wide receiver one ended up being uh marvin jones jr who had seven for like a hundred or something like that why how do i don't know how you predict that but i don't know
0: how you i don't know how you predict that yeah, my, my starter pick was Debo Samuel with 11.2 fantasy points, which is, like, not great. That's almost a bust. Mm-hmm. So, tough week. Tough week. However, this week, uh, I've got I've got uh, a much better sleeper pick, all right? Don't worry about this. If Kenneth Walker III is still available in your leagues, which he may be, he may not be, uh, since Rashad Penny is out week five, week six, uh this is going to be your go-to guy for the running back in seattle so i would say just based off of usage potential alone i think for the next couple of weeks but this week he's going to have a just just solid i think he's going to be a solid flex play even maybe an rb2 depending on how deep your leagues are that's going to be my sleeper and then my guaranteed lock pick is daniel jones no i'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, he's getting close, dude. That Giants' offense. <laughs> that Giants' offense is actually doing pretty solid. But no, not Daniel solid. Jones. Sorry. My guarantee, my guarantee lock this week is uh, Mr. Dalvin Cook of the Minnesota Vikings. He was a joy to watch this past weekend. They absolutely hammered. Who did they fight? Oh my god, dude! I gotta get uh, was it the Bears? Uh, they, actually no, they didn't even hammer yeah because that actually turned out to be a really good game. Um, but he 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 absolutely hammered the Chicago Bears to start. ended up being a really solid game but uh, I think if he Miami is in a tough spot right now uh, Tua being out, you know I I'd really put a hindrance if you watch they lost by 40. well, they didn't lose by 40, but they let the Jets score 40 points and they scored 17. so they are not doing great. Uh, and I think Minnesota is in a pretty solid place right now. So Dalvin cook is going
1: to be my guaranteed pick. Mm, good picks, max. Good picks. So let me uh, recap my week last week. And my guarantee was Mike Evans, which it w- it, it wasn't as guaranteed. He, he had a moderate week. He had, I think he had like 10 half PPR points. So he probably had 12 or so. Um, full PPR points which and not enough for for a guarantee so I'll put that halfway there and uh, my sleeper was Chris Olave, who was playing really well and got got a touchdown last week and definitely I would say that was a good sleeper pick except he could have had an even better week if he didn't get concussed on the touchdown that he grabbed so he didn't end up playing the rest of the game so you know hopefully he's doing better I know he was in good spirits after the game, but you know, hopefully his uh, rehab from the concussion is better and he can get out there and uh, and be healthy again. So, But I would say that the pick did work for the amount of time that he played. Now for week six, I'm going to start with my guarantee, and that's going to be Stefan Diggs. The Bills are playing... The Kansas City Chiefs this week, who just let up a massive game to Devontae Adams, uh, we talked about. Uh, they could not guard the number one receiver; they just don't have the corners for it. And and we know that Stephon Diggs is a route runner extraordinaire. He's really good at it. And so for PPR, he could see him open a lot against Kansas City on uh, Sunday afternoon. With my sleeper pick, I'm actually going to go with Melvin Gordon. Melvin Gordon is playing the Chargers defense. They're not doing well in fantasy this year. They're giving up a lot of points, yeah. especially to running backs. We just saw that Nick Chubb ran right through them, gashed holes through that Chargers defense. Uh, so Melvin Gordon might have a similar time. This week, I know that he was a decent play last week, but you might really see him become the RB2 you may have stashed him for with the Javante Williams injury. So uh, that's going to be my sleeper this week.
0: Okay, solid picks. So lock those in. We are not doing well so far, but
1: that's okay. But we're amateurs, so (laughs) So you got to take that into account.
0: We have no obligation. (laughs) So before we get going, folks, lock those picks in, but we've got to talk about two things. And me and Shrey and I talked about this earlier a few episodes ago, and this was which NFL coach is going to be the first to get fired. Mm -hmm. I didn't think that somebody was going to get fired this quick, but if we think about it, we're already a third of the way through the season. Mm -hmm. That's insane. There's not enough football. We need more football. Uh, (laughs) But the first coach to get fired, and my bet was on, Mr. Mike McCarthy. However, <laughs> due to one man who we'll talk about in just a second, is 4-1, uh, and one. hello? Uh, the first coach to get fired was out of Carolina, Mr. Ma- Matthew Herore, Uh, because Carolina's an absolute mess. And they just said, we're not having any more of this, and we'll see you later. That being said, having watched Carolina a few times this season, it kind of makes sense. They couldn't get anything going against the 49ers. And while the 49ers are solid, the 49ers don't have a running back right now. And they were still able to absolutely dog Carolina. Uh, if that's not enough, I mean, I I, I don't know. I didn't expect him to get fired this quick, but they just said, Matt, you're out of here.
1: Yeah, he definitely had the shortest leash, I would say. I think when we were looking at the odds, he was definitely at the top. Um, but he Trey, his tenure sense. in three seasons, 11 and 27. Yeah, it's just not it's just not good. And his deci- like so in the offseason he had to make an offensive coordinator decision that would basically decide whether his tenure would continue as a Carolina Panther head coach. And he picked Ben McAdoo. So like Bob McAdoo's distant relative. <laughs> I mean, if you've ever seen Ben McAdoo, he's he has that big stash and he wears sung- uh sunglasses. He was an ex uh uh New York Giants head coach. But he he was horrible, and so if that's the guy that you're relying to to like make your offense run smoothly, you just it just felt like it was a disaster to start, right? So you can clearly tell that his decision making is out of whack. So I I felt like that was probably the best bet for him to be uh, canned this uh, not I don't know about this quickly because it feels like that organization just a mess in general let alone the team like and how they how they play but i just feel like i I just feel like it, uh, the stars aligned he just did not show enough and you had to you had to take him out this like uh, who else you're you're gonna end up max with or without him this team is like th- like three and 13 easily with or without him
0: Baker, like i don't see any
1: yeah, I and he's hurt, Baker, right? So it's like Mayfield. I'm
0: coming back with a vengeance.
1: You no, know? <laughs> he's hurt. So Stay now, less, now Good you're God. now you're hopefully now you're like looking at PJ Walker or Sam Darnold to come back and try to lead this team with a with an interim head coach and a new defensive coordinator, and it's just it's a mess. If you're a fantasy, I'm so uh, other than Christian McCaffrey, I'm sorry if you have to uh have anyone that's on the Carolina Panthers on your team.
0: No, and even then again, you can you worry about Christian McCaffrey's usage because now they're like in panic mode mm-hmm. and they're going to rely on their only good player. I hope that man yeah. finds another home cuz he is too good to be Well,
1: if you if you heard Max, uh the Bills apparently made a call about Christian McCaffrey to see if he was you know on the trademark and now that all these changes have been made to the Panthers Uh, obviously the Panthers are not going to say yes right now but it'll be interesting to see if they trade someone like a DJ Moore or Robbie Anderson to start off and kind of chip away at some of these pieces that maybe aren't future pieces for them
0: and we will see so the reason why Mr. Mike McCarthy isn't the first coach getting fired is because of one man That man's got, starts with a C, followed by two O's, a P, and E-R, a.k.a. the GOAT, the red-haired wonder, the man who works out, Cooper Rush. (laughs) My goodness, right? Don't remove him. He beat the L.A. Rams. They didn't look great, but it didn't matter. He is GOATED. Cooper Rush. Dak who? (laughs)
1: And it wasn't, they didn't just beat them. It was 22 to 10. Yeah, they were not good. I will say though, Max, that defense, the Dallas Cowboys defense is phenomenal. They are playing the best I've ever seen them play. And normally you see all that talent and it feels like they always kind of underperform as a defense. But this year, uh, everyone on that team is just playing really well. And they're getting pressures. They're getting defensive scores. They're you know, they're capitalizing on turnovers, and that's the that's the one thing is like Cooper Rush is is not like out of this world, right? He's not playing like he's throwing good though. Yeah, he's like but, like he, but he's, he's 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 moving the ball down the field, he's efficient, and he doesn't he's not making mistakes. And what what else can you ask for from your back from quarterback?
0: You exactly. You don't need him to be like some insane dude that's making like corner of the end zone, Hail Mary sixty five yard pass. Exactly. Just move the ball up. He ten for sixteen, dude. Yeah, I'll take that. He didn't and have a touchdown,
1: that. but guess
0: what? He didn't have any interceptions either. So exactly what you said. Also, I find it hilarious that Tony Pollard is now their uh, running back one versus <laughs> Zeke. Zeke He's <laughs> yeah, abysmal. So he got twenty two carries for seventy yards.
1: Yeah, Tony Pollard had that huge run that got him for they got him the touchdown. Um,
0: Go. So yeah, they've been off, playing off eight great. Carries.
1: They've been playing great, but Max, we bring up Cooper Rush because our Patriots are in a similar situation where after this week they won twenty they won twenty nine to nothing versus the Lions with their third string quarterback Ow! Bailey Zappy. Bailey Zappy at the helm. Bippy so-
0: Speed.
1: <laughs> Keep him in.
0: Keep him in.
1: Yeah, what are you what are you thinking? Like, like I don't know. Well, I don't know what's going on ready. with Mac
0: Jones. I don't know. I don't know. He's I thought he was gonna be ready for this week and we're still unsure.
1: hmm So I keep
0: Bailey Zappi. Bailey zappy's exactly the same as Cooper Rush. He's not great. Yeah. He did throw an interception, but he I would a have, I would him, even you know? put
1: that on him because that was in Aguilar's hands and Aguilar said, Here you go.
0: Oh, that was yeah, dude. Aguilar, it was horrible. I was like, I immediately said, said Yeah, not that's all your fault,
1: Zappi. Like that the The fact that a QB has to get an interception for that is blasphemous. Like, if wide receivers, wide receivers should get interceptions for that. So, So, um, so yeah, I don't blame that on him, but yeah, we're in a similar situation where he felt like he managed the game really well. He didn't do anything outstanding, but he moved the ball. The run game worked well, right?
0: 17 for 21. Dude missed four, four, four completions. And he
1: got the, he had the touchdown as well. So it was like, It felt like a really good game. Like, I'm not going to go over the top and say, like, play him over Mac Jones when they're both healthy. But what I will say is, Mac Jones, you know, if Bailey Zappi has another good game, like, do you kind of just kind of show Mac Jones, like, hey, we got to let this guy ride, even if you're getting healthier, like, and if you want to play, like, this guy is doing everything we want him to, and feels like the offense is running smoother. Partially, the schedule has been good, kind, right to them over these past couple weeks. They haven't played anyone really like good. Oh, well, and... Green Bay. Yeah, but <laughs> but also Green Bay. <laughs> like they should have won that game. But yeah. and they play the Browns next. If they... if Bailey's happy, plays well against the Browns, Max, keep him I might. I... Yeah, I might want to keep him in for one more game. I know. Let's
0: see. Let's see. Bippy Speed. All right, folks. Well, you've been listening to another episode of the Hour by Amateurs, a professional sports podcast by people who have never played professional sports. I'm your host, Max, along with Shreith, and we will see you next time.
1: Peace.
0: For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger.